This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. Have you ever wondered if your cultural lens affects the way you read and interpret scripture? For example, when Paul exhorted women to dress modestly, what did he really mean? Stick around after today's Bible reading to find out. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Presented by Innervar City Press. The Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes, that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, Psalm chapter 82, a psalm of Asaph. God stands in the assembly of El, in the midst of the gods. He renders judgment. He says, how long will you make unjust legal decisions and show favoritism to the wicked? Selah. Defend the cause of the poor and the fatherless. Vindicate the oppressed and suffering. Rescue the poor and needy. Deliver them from the power of the wicked. They neither know nor understand. They stumble around in the dark while all the foundations of the earth crumble. I thought you are gods. All of you are sons of the Most High, yet you will die like mortals. You will fall like all the other rulers. Rise up, O God, and execute judgment on the earth, for you own all the nations. Psalm chapter 121, a song of ascents. I look up toward the hills. From where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord, the creator of heaven and earth. May he not allow your foot to slip. May your protector not sleep. Look, Israel's protector does not sleep or slumber. The Lord is your protector. The Lord is the shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day or the moon by night. The Lord will protect you from all harm. He will protect your life. The Lord will protect you in all you do, now and forevermore. 1 Samuel chapter 10 through 1 Samuel chapter 11. 1 Samuel chapter 10, beginning at verse 1. Samuel anoints Saul. Then Samuel took a small container of olive oil and poured it on Saul's head. Samuel kissed him and said, The Lord has chosen you to lead his people Israel. You will rule over the Lord's people and you will deliver them from the power of the enemies who surround them. This will be your sign that the Lord has chosen you as leader over his inheritance. When you leave me today, you will find two men near Rachel's tomb at Zelzah on Benjamin's border. They will say to you, the donkeys you have gone looking for have been found. Your father is no longer concerned about the donkeys, but has become anxious about you too. 
He is asking, what should I do about my son? As you continue on from there, you will come to the tall tree of Tabor. At that point, three men who are going up to God at Bethel will meet you. One of them will be carrying three young goats. One of them will be carrying three round loaves of bread. And one of them will be carrying a container of wine. They will ask you how you're doing and will give you two loaves of bread. You will accept them. Afterward, you will go to Gilbeah of God, where there are Philistine officials. When you enter the town, you will meet a company of prophets coming down from the high place. They will have harps, tambourines, flutes, and lyres, and they will be prophesying. Then the Spirit of the Lord will rush upon you, and you will prophesy with them. You will be changed into a different person. When these signs have taken place, do whatever your hand finds to do, for God will be with you. You will go down to Gilgal before me. I am going to join you there to offer burnt offerings and to make peace offerings. You should wait for seven days until I arrive and tell you what to do. Saul becomes king. As Saul turned to leave Samuel, God changed his inmost person. All these signs happened on that very day. When Saul and his servant arrived at Gibeah, a company of prophets was coming out to meet him. Then the Spirit of God rushed upon Saul, and he prophesied among them. When everyone who had known him previously saw him prophesying with the prophets, the people asked one another, What on earth has happened to the son of Kish? Does even Saul belong with the prophets? A man who was from there replied, And who is their father? Therefore, this became a proverb. Is even Saul among the prophets? When Saul had finished prophesying, he went to the high place. Saul's uncle asked him and his servant, Where did you go? Saul replied, To look for the donkeys. But when we realized they were lost, we went to Samuel. Saul's uncle said, Tell me what Samuel said to you. Saul said to his uncle, He assured us that the donkeys had been found. But Saul did not tell him what Samuel had said about the matter of kingship. Then Samuel called the people together before the Lord at Mizpah. He said to the Israelites, This is what the Lord God of Israel has said. I brought Israel up from Egypt, and I delivered you from the power of the Egyptians and from the power of all the kingdoms that oppressed you. But today you have rejected your God. God who saves you from all your trouble and distress. You have said, no, appoint a king over us. Now take your positions before the Lord by your tribes and by your clans. Then Samuel brought all the tribes of Israel near, and the tribe of Benjamin was chosen by Lot. Then he brought the tribe of Benjamin near by its families, and the family of Matri was chosen by Lot. At last Saul, son of Kish, was chosen by Lot. But when they looked for him, he was nowhere to be found. So they inquired again of the Lord, has the man arrived here yet? The Lord said, He has hidden himself among the equipment. So they ran and brought him from there. When he took his position among the people, he stood head and shoulders above them all. Then Samuel said to all the people, Do you see the one whom the Lord has chosen? Indeed, there was no one like him among all the people. All the people shouted, Long live the king! Then Samuel talked to the people about how the kingship would work. He wrote it all down on a scroll and set it before the Lord. Then Samuel sent all the people away to their homes. Even Saul went to his home in Gibeah. With him went some brave men whose hearts God had touched. But some wicked men said, How can this man save us? They despised him and did not even bring him a gift. But Saul said nothing about it. 1 Samuel chapter 11 Saul comes to the aid of Jabesh. Nahash, the Ammonite, marched against Jabesh Gilead. All the men of Jabesh Gilead said to Nahash, Make a treaty with us and we will serve you. But Nahash the Ammonite said to them, The only way I will make a treaty with you is if you let me gouge out the right eye of every one of you, and in so doing, humiliate all Israel. The elders of Jabesh said to him, Leave us alone for seven days so that we can send messengers throughout the territory of Israel. If there is no one who can deliver us, we will come out voluntarily to you. When the messengers went to Gibeah, 
where Saul lived, and informed the people of these matters, all the people wept loudly. Now Saul was walking behind the oxen as he came from the field. Saul asked, What has happened to the people? Why are they weeping? So they told him about the men of Jabesh. The Spirit of God rushed upon Saul when he heard these words and he became very angry. He took a pair of oxen and cut them up. Then he sent the pieces throughout the territory of Israel by the hand of messengers who said, whoever does not go out after Saul and after Samuel should expect this to be done to his oxen. Then the terror of the Lord fell on the people and they went out as one army. When Saul counted them at Bezek, the Israelites were 300,000 strong and the men of Judah numbered 30,000. They said to the messengers who had come, here's what you should say to the men of Jabesh Gilead. Tomorrow deliverance will come to you when the sun is fully up. When the messengers went and told the men of Jabesh Gilead, they were happy. The men of Jabesh said, Tomorrow we will come out to you, and you can do with us whatever you wish. The next day, Saul placed the people in three groups. They went to the Ammonite camp during the morning watch and struck them down until the hottest part of the day. The survivors scattered. No two of them remained together. Saul is established as king. Then the people said to Samuel, Who were the ones asking, Will Saul reign over us? Hand over those men so we may execute them. But Saul said, No one will be killed on this day, for today the Lord has given Israel a victory. Samuel said to the people, Come on, let's go to Gilgal and renew the kingship there. So all the people went to Gilgal, where they established Saul as king in the Lord's presence. They offered up peace offerings there in the Lord's presence. Saul and all the Israelites were very happy. New Testament reading, John chapter 10, verses 22 through 42. Jesus at the Feast of Dedication. Then came the Feast of the Dedication in Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was walking in the temple area in Solomon's portico. The Jewish leaders surrounded him and asked, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Christ, tell us plainly. Jesus replied, I told you, and you do not believe. The deeds I do in my Father's name testify about me, but you refuse to believe because you are not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish. No one will snatch them from my hand. My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all, and no one can snatch them from my Father's hand. The Father and I are one. The Jewish leaders picked up rocks again to stone him to death. Jesus said to them, I have shown you many good deeds from the Father. For which one of them are you going to stone me? The Jewish leaders replied, We are not going to stone you for a good deed, but for blasphemy, because you, a man, are claiming to be God. Jesus answered, Is it not written in your law? I said you are gods. If those people to whom the word of God came were called gods, and the scripture cannot be broken, do you say about the one whom the Father set apart and sent into the world, you are blaspheming because I said I am the Son of God? If I do not perform the deeds of my Father, do not believe me. But if I do them, even if you do not believe me, believe the deeds, so that you may come to know and understand that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. Then they attempted again to seize him, but he escaped their clutches. Jesus went back across the Jordan River again to the place where John had been baptizing at an earlier time, and he stayed there. Many came to him and began to say, John performed no miraculous sign, but everything John said about this man was true. And many believed in Jesus there. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. 
Father God, thank you. Thank you for your word, O oh God. Thank you, O oh God, for the Psalms, O oh Lord God, that just remind us of your sovereignty, your kingship, O oh God, your nearness, O oh Lord. Thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you, O oh God, that we can look to you and know, O oh God, that you are the source, that you are our strength, O oh Lord God, an ever-present help in the time of trouble. Thank you. Thank you for your word unto us, O oh Lord God. Help us, O oh God, to trust you, O oh Lord God. Help us to trust, O oh God, Jesus' kingship, O oh God, and lordship over our lives, O oh Lord. Thank you, O oh God, for your word, O oh God. Thank you for the promise, O oh God, that those whom you have given to Jesus cannot be snatched out of Jesus' hands, O oh God. And I thank you, O oh God, that we cannot be snatched out of your hands, O oh Lord God. What a blessing. What a peace that is given to us, oh God, particularly for those uh, who've come to faith and, and are worried about their salvation and worried, maybe even losing their salvation, oh Lord God. That's a pretty common fear that people have. But I thank you, oh God, that your word talks about our security, the security of our salvation, oh God, that actually doesn't depend on us, oh God, but depends on you, which is good news, oh Lord, because you keep us even when we don't want to be kept, oh Lord. Thank you, God, for never letting go, for always, for the persevering faith, oh God, that you've given us by grace, oh Lord. Thank you, oh God, that nobody and no one can snatch us out of your hand, oh God. Those who have named the name of Christ and who have given their lives over cannot be snatched out of your hand, oh God. That not even we can snatch ourselves or pull ourselves from your grip. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. That is great news, O oh Lord God. Thank you for your love. Thank you, O oh Lord God, for the depth, the breadth, and the width of your love, O oh Lord God. And I thank you that absolutely nothing can separate us from the love, from your love, O oh God, that you have for us in Christ Jesus. I pray this in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen. In their book, Misreading Scripture with Western Eyes, biblical scholars Brandon O'Brien and E. Randolph Richards shed light on the ways that Western readers often misunderstand the cultural dynamics of the Bible. When Paul exhorted women to dress modestly, he was likely not referring to racy clothing, but instead, he was most likely concerned about economic modesty, that Christian women not flaunt their wealth through expensive clothes, braided hair, and gold jewelry. Getting beyond our cultural assumptions is increasingly important for being Christians in our interconnected and globalized world. Learn to read scripture as a member of the global body of Christ with the book, Misreading Scripture with Western Eyes. As a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code, The Word. That's promo code T-H-E-W-O-R-D at ivpress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. 
Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee. Let's go to sleep.